It's bad. Anime. Hey everybody, I'm John. And I am Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide, is Is this this anime anime bad? bad? And today, today we are talking about a really interesting anime that we talked about on our Summer Trailers episode. Yeah, we watched a trailer for this exclusively for the title, because when you see the title, The Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, you kind of have to dive head first. You just get a little curious. Everybody gets a little curious at some time in their life. This, this is my this is my awakening sexually. Oh, don't lie. <laughs> you you've been awakened for a while now, sailor. Fully awake, up and operational. Um, but yeah, this is we decided to take this new anime and do a three episode rule on it. You know, watch the first three episodes and see if we like it. If we're gonna stick to it or if we're not gonna stick to it. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we, we can just get started with saying which one is Lucifer. I kind of lost it's, track. <laughs> um, it turns out uh, because I remember this. We um, we made our predictions in the um, in the trailer because this trailer coincidentally didn't have any subtitles oh yes that's right so we had no idea what was going on at one point we just saw a lizard a dorky teenager someone who looks younger and then a giant fucking what looks like a gavel hanging over earth yes Mm -hmm. so we were like all right so is the lizard the lucifer and and i guess i'm assuming that giant thing is a biscuit hammer a biscuit hammer I guess which they kind of maybe explain why it's why it's Biscuit Hammer at some point, but we'll get to that when we get to that. No, they never um, explained it. It's just called the fucking Biscuit Hammer. You know, I think they actually did. Oh, did I, I caught something. I, I caught it. a little. I caught a little nugget. Um, it was very easy to miss. Um, well, okay, briefly because we're talking about it right now, so we might as well. Yes. But yes. like, what what it basically was, what, they made an allusion to it. Like I think in episode one or two. That it was like a hammer that would smash the earth, like a baking hammer would smash like oh, a, right, like like a, a cookie hammer, like yeah. a cookie hammer, like a biscuit, like to make a biscuit. I guess you need to like tenderize it or some shit. I don't really know, but it, they were like like a like a hammer tender. It was a very it was a stretch, like a hammer tenderizing a a biscuit before you bake it. And I was like, that's it's a weird way to describe that i don't know if you actually need a hammer to tenderize a biscuit that was or weird. if you even yeah. need to tenderize if, if, a biscuit. If, 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 this, if this show was called lucifer at the lucifer and the meat hammer that would have made sense but right um, right that would have made sense but no no it's it's for a biscuit and for baking and um, also, and so also I, I guess that's the we, we joked a lot a about hammer we joked a lot about biscuit hammer being a euphemism but meat hammer is a way better euphemism it is way better and this euphemism isn't, isn't even like good enough a biscuit hammer what do I hammer with a biscuit? What do I biscuit with a hammer? Well, it doesn't you know, make any it's funny sense because they they will they say biscuit for the biscuit, so you can you can insinuate that you're hammering the biscuit anyway. Anywho, so um, so there's a dork involved and he wakes in. up. Mm-hmm. I already forgot his. There's a name. dork involved and he wakes up. <laughs> Fuck! I forgot the main. Forgot Great the main, way to start. I forgot the main character's name already. Uh, Yuhi. Yuhi. Yep. Yuhi. I just think about I just think about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh spin-offs and it comes very quickly to me. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, so that's the easy, most easy way to remember by far. So we have our <laughs> dork and residential dork Yuhi. Um, he wakes up and there's a big talking lizard on him saying, "We have to save the world." So he throws the lizard out his window. 
a few times. Which is so funny. Yeah. I okay. I I can't believe I have to stop this early to give my feelings because ah! I, I I thought that shit was so funny when he when this it lizard was, like was. just appears on him and he's like we have to save the princess will you join me in this fight as my knight to save the earth and then this guy and this guy does not freak out that there's a lizard on him yeah. does not care he literally just picks it up like they do the they do the anime trope where like you can't see his eyes like in the glasses yeah. and he like walks outside and just throws the fucking. <laughs> throws lizard he's like oh god and he like and he comes back he's like why did you do that to me why did you throw me and he just does it again yeah and he just doesn't even recognize this lizard as a character in this show for the first like 10 minutes of the episode and the lizard's like i wonder why you're ignoring me i'm li- I, we're trying to save the world over here and he and he just like does not address it because he's like i'm maybe i ate something weird like i don't know i've been seeing shit my term papers do like maybe i'm just stressed a little bit <laughs> yeah no he keeps he keeps making excuses and the lizard's like no i'm real and then he starts freaking out like, oh my god, there's a lizard on me. And the lizard's like, yeah, you have magic powers now, you asshole. And one of the first things he does is like, I have telekinetic powers, sweet. So he lifts up his teacher's skirt from very far away. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things that happened in the first three episodes. He was like, yeah, oh, I, I th- so this lizard, right, his name is also Sir Crescent. Yeah. Which is... um. I guess going further into the baking trope yeah, that this show has, I guess. Did did the manga um, just get did the manga just get stranded in a bakery, get very hungry, and then start making shit up? I don't know. Maybe. He probably didn't even like he didn't even think about it probably. He and just likes bread. Just likes bread and croissants and biscuits, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if that's gonna be a thing for the show, but um this lizard is his name is Sir Crescent and the entire time he's like trying to convince this guy to like, oh, like you, he, like you gotta join me as my knight and whatnot. And then you, he's like, nah, bro, like I just want to live a normal life, like I don't really care. He's like, but I'll grant you one wish. And he's like, oh, I mean that's that sounds interesting. And he's like, I'll also give you this ring that c- can help you uh, lift things and do weird stuff and kind of fly maybe a little bit. And he's like, all right. And as you said, first thing he does, his professor's yeah. skirt is lifted. Um, which is yeah. uh, just you know, I, I, I there are times when when I'm watching a show and I'm like, oh yeah, this is Japanese. I, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot this was made in Japan. I forgot. Oh yes, they they are speaking Japanese, but there are times where I just need to be reminded. You know, I just need to be reminded. I need I need really need the biscuit hammer to drive the point home, <laughs> dude. And he gives him that magic ring thing, and the lizards like. All right, so what you got to do, and he literally just, like, uses it immediately without any explanation, and he yeah. just immediately fucks. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, how do, you, how do you put this together? So what he does is he summons, um, like, little telekinetic yes. force fields, which, you know. Right. So he can move stuff around. He can, like, basically, like you, like you said, he kind of fly, kind of, because he can, like, lift himself on the field. There's actually a couple mo- moments where he's training to, like, you know, lift himself with the, with the force field a little bit. So that was cool. Uh-huh. And yeah. So then we get a little bit, and not even in the first three episodes, not a whole lot of explanation as to who the fuck the villain is. Because yeah. it, it just gets explained, there's an evil mage who wants to destroy the world, so there's a giant hammer over us. And occasionally there's going to be, like, golems around, so be careful. And <laughs> Yeah, it is it's kind of like a weird exposition. But very uh, weird. You're just going to think of it very go- quickly. We have these golem things, which are basically, just imagine, like, if you took like um, if you remember the putties from the from the first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, all you have to do is like <laughs> melt one of those and make it bigger, 
and you suddenly yes. have our villains like these weird it also like, kind of like like with a tinge of flats from spongebob yes very much so like that like flats the flounder kind of like he's on like the side and has like the two eyes they kind of look like yeah like flats and they yeah. do like to kick butts so that does make sense yeah, and these golems, and they're like basically, there's these weird amorphous kind of masses. They look like, yeah, like I said, they look like big humps of clay almost with weird hands. Yeah, they do look like clay. They're a weird makeup, I think, on them. Very yes. interesting. So we get the first one, and earlier in this, earlier in the show, we see um, when Yuhi's throwing the lizard out the window. His neighbor's a young girl. Well, I don't know if she's younger, yeah. but she looks younger. And then. Yeah spoilers by the end episode three they totally kiss at some point so i'm like i don't know what's Ooh. going on but um so so the younger girls next door like their neighbors and then um at one point our boy yuhi's getting chased by a golem and the girl just punches the golem it's like oh you're also involved in all this crazy shit and, yep. the, and, and she the, the, is the, the aforementioned princess that the lizard was talking about yeah, and the lizards freak out like, "Oh my God, princess, you're here! This guy doesn't want to do anything." And you, he's like, "I am very confused." <laughs> yeah, I I do not know what to do. And and she's like, "Yeah, that's right." But it's weird. She's like, "Oh yeah, like that's right. I'm the princess, but I don't really have much memory. But I do also sometimes. It's very weird because I feel like she's kind of in the middle of like, "Oh yes, yeah. I am a princess." And also like, oh, no, I'm just a regular person, but I also know a lot about all these things, and I I, I get it. And I, I don't know which way she's going. Yeah, it's a little confusing. They didn't really the pick thing, a lane with that one. The whole thing, yeah, the whole thing was a little weird in that regard. And, and all the, whole, the whole show is weird in most regards. Yeah, it's a little um, weird. So yeah, point, she kind yes. of goes off to explain like after that, and she's like, yeah, I'm this princess. Um, and I'm going to try to assemble a team to defeat that mage uh, and get that hammer, get rid of that hammer. And then that's when I think... Um, Yuhi sees the hammer for the first time or because like the lizard guy or the princess I think yeah. is like well you can't see it until you know it's there and yeah. he's like okay and then he looks up at the sky and there's that giant fucking hammer gavel thing yeah. just hanging over the earth and he's like oh my god and then at that point he kind of like buys in a little bit and he's like okay like I, I guess we have to do something about this and I'll, I'll help you out alright okay yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. And then next thing you know, um, right before episode one ends, the girl, um, fuck, name, the name. It's uh, Sunny Dare? Sunny Dare? Yeah, Sami Dare, yep. Are they, are they, they just call her Sami a lot, so we'll do the same thing. Here. Yeah, Sami, we'll call her Sami. Make it easier for both of us. Um, mm -hmm. Sami goes, yeah, they're not going to destroy the planet because my fist is going to be the one that crushes the planet. And that's how the first episode ends. Like, what? Wait, yeah, like, um, so you want to save the world and then hit it really hard. And, and yeah, so that and, very well, very well. And then you, he's like, Ward, I hate this world too. I definitely will swear fealty to you. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little dom and subby out of nowhere. It yes, it really does. It feels that way, which is why, like, when they kiss in the third episode, I'm like, this has got some weird, like, dog and owner energy this has got some strange like dom sub thing going on like a lot of he's kink, like a lot of kink shit going on yeah and he's also you he spends a lot of time in his mind wrapped in chains so that probably has something to do with the kink that, that i think that a lot of his kink stems stems from most most <laughs> that reminds me of the one tiktok where it's people going i've turned all my trauma into kinks <laughs> 
And I guess that's what Yuhi did because he does have like a little bit of trauma that just like bleeds in in the first few episodes and then gets expanded on as we go. Exactly. But that, that's like about his grandfather. Um, ju- I, I guess just like because his parents are, are dead and his, it was pretty gruesome. Like his dad got like was an investigator and then got like killed and his body got dumped in something. And it was, it was pretty like rough. And, yeah, he uh, was busting. He was busting drug smugglers, and then one of his best friends stabbed him in the back, and his partner stabbed yeah. him in the back, and he got they got killed, and his body got dumped in the mountains. And then apparently, his mom had a mental breakdown, and just no one has seen her since. Yeah, so, so it's weird. a little weird. And the grandpa <laughs> had to uh, raise him after that, and because of those events, the grandpa has always instilled in him that these thoughts of like, okay, you don't want to be friends with anybody. You don't want to be like like your enemies will stab you in the gut. Your friends will stab you in the back or something like that. Yeah, and you must live a very middle of the road existence. Where at, at yeah. one, one point, um, he you he brings a friend over when he's younger, and his grandpa chains him up and throws him in a dark room for like three days. Yeah, it's pretty. So that happened. Pretty. Pretty. Uh, a lot of overreactions from this grandpa character. A lot, lot of. A lot of overreacting. And this is the part of the show where we learn even the show doesn't care about the biscuit hammer. It's just it's having more fun exploring these characters. It is kind of at, at, at a certain point. And that's really like episodes two and three kind of they sure like there is a bit of a tussle in episode two with like another one of those like um like fucking golems, like yeah. flats golems. Um, and there's another one. Episode and, three like, that too. Happens. It's not as memorable. Yeah, but it's just like it, it happens, uh, I guess, less frequently as you go on. And they kind of just focus more on like Yuhi and his trauma uh, yeah. for the next for at least like episode three is entirely about that because he gets a call and then uh, his auntie is like, oh, your grandpa's very sick and in the hospital. You should visit. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. And the lizard's like, you're not going to visit your dying grandfather, you dick. And he's yeah. like, yo, bro, you do not know what yeah, this bro, bro. has done to me. <laughs> my, my grandpa's kind of an asshole. He's kind of an asshole, abusive, and a horrible person, and he's called caused me all my trauma, which is right, which is now, which is now why I look up to my queen and princess and want to bone her. Yeah, um, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> oh, this fucking show. But yeah, no, yeah, all it's, that happens. It's got some weird layers. And then eventually, you he goes to see his grandpa, and it's like, and the grandpa's like, "Yo, I was a dick," and you he's like, "Fuck you, dude. You don't get to be sorry. You've destroyed me." Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, cool direction here where Yuhi doesn't automatically forgive him. And Good. Yuhi referenced the fact he's never really going to forgive him. You know, and um, it's just, you know, they, it shows how complicated the whole situation is. You know, when that level of trauma, yeah. when, especially when it's, a, when, a, when it's a parental unit completely, you know, they'll be using you for years. Yeah, right. For many, many years. So that was a lot going on there. And, I didn't expect this layer of um, didn't expect this layer of discussion, like of trauma and all this discussion surrounding it in a show called The Lucifer and the Fucking Biscuit Hammer. Yeah, did not expect any of that. Um, I kind of expected the the next two episodes, the episodes two and three, to fall in line more with episode one and just be like, okay, it's like a, just a weird romp of a time, and we're just like you know trying to stop this big mage who's got this hammer, but there are a bit of like some interesting logistical difficulties with these like learning to use his powers and stuff. Like I thought that was gonna be what we got, but no, we just like ended up getting kind of a, a bit of a novella about this whole <laughs> thing about him and his grandfather and like the yeah. trauma that exists between them, and then him uh, kissing the princess in the third episode pretty early on 
And See, here's um, the I, thing I, with this show. It feels like everything yeah. is happening a little too quickly. I mean, it is very fast. It's not like, you know, it, it's not like Spirit Chronicles level of fast where he's like, all right, yeah. yeah then I traveled for eight years and yes. uh, now we're here. <laughs> but but it but it is a bit like it does like he everything is accepted very quickly. Everything goes very quickly outside of the first like and, five and minutes. He, he's and already even, like, like the I'm tone, a knight. The, the tonal change is quite little too quick i mean yeah and ava for example it takes a while for all for everything to go south in terms of everyone's mental right. health degrading they on episode three they're like all right let's go deal with all his trauma right now I'm like guys it's a bit too soon yeah we like we still know gotta guy. know like what's going on we don't know the character exactly we don't know anybody around him like this princess character is like sami is also like i don't really know her even and i i and this lizard is kind of like the lizard is a very interesting component because he's probably my favorite character i just find him yeah. hilarious he's just funny. um because he, he's just that classic like um like good soldier kind of guy like mm -hmm. good soldier character where he's always like thinking about like how do we do this how do we protect earth the mission, i will do yeah. anything to protect the princess like very like rock lee kind of type and mm -hmm. um as like it go as it goes on I'm just like watching this like dude in his like high school years dealing with all of his childhood trauma, and then I look next to him and I'm just like, oh, and there's a fucking lizard right here that wants you to save the earth with a princess. Okay, um, I he kind of lost his place after the first episode a little bit, like that's because the tone shifted so much, and I was like, what are you doing here still? <laughs> like, are you like, are you like, are you like enjoying this? Like, is I, I care to comment? Uh, do you? <laughs> I just that that's the really thing that struck me about the show is the goddamn tonal shifts and you know we meet the princess and at first she's like I'm gonna destroy the planet and the next episode she's like I like I love this planet and then like she there's like a weird workaround she's like yeah I'm just trying to save everybody but you know it's like no what what are you saying here Sam it's, it doesn't make any fucking sense it does no. not make any sense I thought like in the first episode after it ended when she was like I want to destroy I want to hit the earth with my fists I I at first thought of it as like a some kind of like oh you know i'm gonna try my best and i'm gonna do my best and like it kind of like in gurn lagan when he's like oh you're gonna dr your your drill is gonna pierce the heavens or something kind of like anecdotal yeah. that doesn't really like mean she's gonna destroy the earth but like yeah. then i got thinking i was like i mean like i don't know the character so i, I guess like she could just fucking yeet the earth out of existence after this, she gets rid of this hammer she yeah. could just be an absolute bitch and just want to destroy the earth forever so yeah, but she, um, she basically wants to like you know it's kind of a scorched earth scenario where she wants to take over the world afterwards that's what i was able to glean yeah and, yeah yeah and, and you he's like good i hate this world and everything about it so i'm ready to swear fealty to you also let's totally make out it's like wait a minute what are like yeah what are any of these characters loyalties really i think it is the main problem is like what i don't know the motivation the only motivation that's clear is the lizard's motivation to get like all right because he's like sir, Cre sir crescent he's like all right let's get you let's get you to we just got to take care of that hammer we got to protect the princess and we got to do both those things and I, I guess i get that a little more well um, they also make it kind of clear yeah. that he, his memories before you hear fuzzy he's like i don't really remember what's going on before this yeah, that's because, true. Because we meet the talking dog that who's with another one of these knights. Right. This guy just kind of shows up and goes, I am this person. We're together. Cool. I have to get to my job. It's like, who were you? Who is that? And then, like, there's there's a weird... I guess, like, there's more to discover about that because there is a, a weird, like, sidebar early on where the lizard's like, yeah, no, like, our, our greatest knights I can't be here to vanquish. 
uh, the hammer right now. Yeah, our greatest knights, you know, a dragon, a bear, and a unicorn. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Where? Okay. Where are these but people? Where are they? And if they could take care of it, why aren't they? Yeah, what are um, they doing? It's just weird. A lot of questions, but none that I particularly am very invested in getting answered. Just ones that I was like, just tell me this. I just, I just why? Yeah, riddle me this. I don't know. I'm just confused. Yeah, it's it's a bit confusing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we leave off on the third episode. And like that's kind of like a bit of a cliffhanger for the kiss. And I think like if, if you're talking about like three episodes in, like are people still going to watch? Like with a hook like that, it's possible. Definitely. I think like putting in the kiss at the end of the third episode, I think is very strategic. Yeah. And that gets people to maybe kind of like, okay, let's see like where this goes, like what happens, like what happens to these characters and let's maybe let me tune in for episode four. But the Just question sitting, is... Sitting there with sitting there with rock on hard stiff, he's going, yes, let's get to go to the next episode. <laughs> going like four, 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 four. But, but the question is, do, do we... Do we like it enough to stick with it? Is it is it something that you appreciated enough uh, to give it another chance? All I'm saying is, are you in or are you out? Well, this show this show should just be happy that it exists because I was I did a little bit of research after I watched it. Oh, tell me the original manga for this came out in 2005. And, Whoa! And ended in 2010. Wow. And there's been no new media since. So this just ra- randomly got... Because I, I was looking at the character designs, and I'm like, okay, this is very run-of-the-mill, run of mid-2000s character designs. Kind of weird. It threw me off a little bit. Hmm. Because, like, like, kind of the lack of how daring it was in terms of character yes. designs. And then I looked up. It was from 05, so I'm like, well, that explains why all the characters look like they're from the mid-2000s, because they are. Makes sense. Because they are. And, right. And just some of the cliches, like, you know, the, um, because even, like, the lifting the teacher's skirt thing, that's a trend that kind of died off by, like, the late 2000s. And mm-hmm. just, and some of these, just some of the plot points, like, it just felt kind of rehashed to me. And I'm like, no, not rehashed. This is part of the original hash. This is just, ah, uh, this is the, this is the OG hash, Denny's. Yeah, you know, this, this is just very much of its time, but not in a bad right. way. I'm just so confused how, Tw- they decided 11 years presumably let's say if they decided to produce this let's let's say they picked up in 2020 and it takes two years to produce this thing right who 10 years after the completion of this manga said yo i know what we need to do we need to break out the fucking biscuit hammer and have a good time so this and sh- and then everyone was like oh you mean that manga that was written in 2005 to 2010 he was like Wait, what? Sorry, I was yeah, talking exactly. about something else. <laughs> no, no, I, I totally meant something else. Oh, let's go with the manga. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do that, though. That sounds good. That sounds all right. <laughs> that, that, that sounds good. It's not like I wanted to pound some biscuit. Anyway. Um, Anywho. So I'm happy for the people, especially because imagine reading this manga in 2005 and then hearing of the show coming out now. Yeah. A full 17 years after the fact. Happy for anybody that read the manga a long time ago and actually really, really liked it. So, I mean, good, good, good on y'all. Good on y'all, but for me personally, um, I was intrigued at a few points. I thought I liked how the I liked because I thought the chains were just a metaphor, mm-hmm. and I kind of liked how they weren't. Me too, me too. And then it just like wasn't, and then I was like, oh no, actually chains. Okay, so very well. The show did have clever moments in there. Um, it did. 
so there's some stuff, there's definitely stuff to praise about the show. I mean, it looks good. I mean, it's it's modern in every sense of the word in terms of production value. So it looks good, ready to air. Um, for me, um, the main characters aren't interesting enough for me to really keep going. And mm-hmm. there's and we have we still have yet to see any sign of the overarching villain. And it's not pulling me in enough to keep going. So I got to say I'm yeah. out. I'm just like, good attempt. Some clever moments in there. Maybe the manga's good. But, you know, I just wasn't too into it. Um, yeah. The the fight scenes were just nothing to really write home about. There was strategy involved, which is cool, which I always, I'm always a fan for tactical fight scenes. You know, yep. I as a big Ava boy where half the, you know, mm-hmm. where, where those fight scenes were just basically kaiju battles of them going, how the fuck do we beat this thing? So exactly. I so that was nice. So I do appreciate that type of fight scene, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't exciting. It wasn't, it wouldn't have that enough of that rah rah to get me invested in the action scenes. I mean, yeah. I mean, Sami throwing a car made me laugh hysterically, but that was really funny, but you know, it just, this just wasn't, I, I think, how do I put this? It, it would work better for me if it was more absurd. I completely agree, mm-hmm. actually, because I thought I thought that this was going to be so ridiculous and so dumb. And, like, it is very ridiculous, but it's it doesn't really hit that level of, like, silliness that I think it could get to or could do. I think it yeah. maybe did a good job early on with doing that, but as things got on, we got more into, like, traumatic events and whatnot. It, it, it got a little, like... It, mm-hmm. it, it just didn't feel right for what they were doing in that moment for the show. No. I feel like if that came across like later in in the show and stuff, yeah, and they saying. got to if maybe there was, like if there was more of a build up right? between the relationship between Yuhi and his grandfather. If there was, if right. there was just more, you know, who, you drop a nugget here, you drop a nugget there, you expand on it later. It's like, you know, like Yuhi, like you get to know the character, like, you know, he's, he's all this, he's all that. But, you know, th- there's a part of him that we don't really know much about and we have to discover a little bit about. And I feel like that keeps you kind of wanting to know about him and make him exactly. like a compelling character. Um, but yeah, like I, I did, I do agree with, I wanted it to be more absurd and maybe that's just because right. of the title or just because of the silly premise. But yeah. I, I think it just like, it, it leans itself in as a show that I feel like should be right. A lot more absurd, a lot funnier. And it was, it was kind of funny at moments, but there, like there a lot more was some good comedic moments, but it just wasn't yeah. enough. It just wasn't enough. Done. Yeah. It just wasn't enough, like, I, I thought it was just going to be, like, a dumb, like, bombastic humor mm-hmm. for 20 minutes and just, right. like, things exploding and people flying and stuff that like that. That might have been a better call to make here, honestly. It's just... I think so, too. And then they just got, they just got a little too deep, I think, into quick, kind of, like, depressing things. And like, that's okay for animes to do, and I think it's a great thing, but... Oh, I fucking As love you it. said, like, you need, you need time. You need to develop that, and you need yeah. to, like, do execute that well. Uh, and not just be like, oh, by the way, he's sad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, this show was just, if I had to compare it to anything, it'd be a very aggressive hen job where it was just, go! It's like, no, we need to yeah. build this up a little it's bit. like, we no, need to... hold on. At least get me some lube for this. <laughs> yeah, to quote Jim Cornette, you know, travel up the va- up and down the valley, tickle the tail a little bit, and there we go. But, you know, we just weren't there yet. I mean, we needed more yeah. time with these characters. We needed more time to understand the world. Maybe seeing the villain would have been nice. That's all I'm saying. That would have been nice. That would have been knowing who like the enemy is, like you know who they're fighting, what they're fighting for, how they're gonna get this damn hammer out of the sky. Like some stuff like that would have been cool. Yeah, episode three felt like it should have been episode nine, and it should have lasted the rest of the series. Yes, I agree 
uh, completely. But who knows? I, I we, think we, like yeah, I think like episode two or three would have been far more compelling if like the princess was like, all right, so uh, Yuhi. Now, you got to figure out how we're going to destroy this hammer in the sky. And he's like, what do you mean I got to figure it out? And then, he, and then he's got to, like, I don't know, like, Google some shit and be like, oh, God, how do you do it? Like, fucking, I don't know how to do it. Like, do I like, get on a plane or something? I feel like that would be, like, far more hilarious than, like, what yeah, the show would, would, would be. It would have been funny. That's would the need. big thing. Yeah, I would, love, I would love to see, this, like, the scene of him going on Google, like, how to destroy giant hammer in the sky. Right. Because, like, Yuhi is, is the straight man in all this. Right. As like the person, he's like the Jason Bateman and everything Jason B- Bateman is in. It's like everything's right. crazy around him, and yeah, he's, he's like, grounded. "How do I use? How do I like go about my normal life knowing these things now?" Yeah. Uh, you know, so that it would just be far more compelling, and like I feel like a lot of different directions they could have taken this. Maybe like the manga did a better job, um, but the I as for me, I am also out. Uh, I thought it was fine, but nowhere near exciting stupid or compelling enough to keep me interested yeah there just simply put there just wasn't enough here yet yeah who knows yeah, not maybe, enough yet maybe it's gonna get really good later on and if anyone listening to this did give it the remainder of the series as as the time the series ends please let us know if the, if shit gets awesome we may reconsider yeah but, yeah let us know if it gets good but in the meantime we will not be watching <laughs> we will no, be we, moving we, on to other things We'll be watching a lot of delinquent schoolgirls, probably. It's because that's the kind of anime crowd we are. That's the kind of shit we like, baby. Um, But anyways, because we're men. Um, But anyways, uh, thanks for listening, y'all. As we said, uh, we're we're out. Neither of us are in for this. Neither of us are watching episode four. But if you do, let us know how it went. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope your biscuit hammer gets gets smashed tonight. Uh, Have a good time. Yeah, it's bad. Wow, oh my god, what a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss in your ear podcast network